Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Gabby Hoyt about her ceremony at Luau Point and reception at Trader Sam's at the Polynesian Village Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Gabby. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. This is so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. Sure. So we originally did not want Disney. (laughs) Um, We were actually sitting on the monorail and watching somebody get married at the wedding pavilion. We were like, you know, that's so nice, but I don't think we would ever do that. And then uh, this was years ago before we were engaged. And then um, I I don't know what really changed. We just fell deeper and deeper and deeper in love with Disney. And I actually grew up in the wedding industry. My parents were caterers and event planners. So I have seen everything under the sun, (laughs) you know, every type of wedding there could possibly be. I've been to hundreds of weddings and I just realized that Disney is so special and you And when it was finally my time to have a wedding, I was like, you know, I want something just that will really stand out to people and to us, you know, and and it won't just be another, there's nothing wrong with, you know, a a normal wedding, but I, I liked that it was really unique and special. And we decided that Disney was for us. That is interesting. What a unique perspective. Yeah, (laughs) it was definitely, we came full circle on that one. (laughs) Okay. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? My family was actually not shocked at all. (laughs) We said we had a surprise and my my dad was immediately like, oh, are you getting married on a Disney cruise ship? And I was like, uh, no, (laughs) but, but close. (laughs) So Sean's family was a little more hesitant about the whole thing. You know, they understand that we like Disney, but they're very traditional and, and they wanted to make sure that the whole family was involved. And of course, we wanted it to be very small. So we we kind of compromised and we said that we would get married in Disney. And then actually this coming June, we have just a really casual at home in a state park reception type thing where the whole family can come and celebrate with us. So that was the compromise. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great idea. And I highly recommend it because yeah, then the people who aren't able to be there or, you know, you just don't have room to invite because of your Disney venue or whatever, they can celebrate with you, but it's casual. It's not like having to plan a second wedding. And yeah, that's a great idea. Absolutely. <laughs> so how many guests did you invite to the Disney wedding and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited just our immediate families and then my my best friend who is basically my family so that was 17 including us and that was including our 18 month old son and everyone came (laughs) 
<laughs> so I, I think because we've been planning it for so long and it was such a special thing that, you know, it was kind of like they were going to be there no matter what, that type of thing. You know, when COVID was happening, that was a little bit shaky, but we, we obviously postponed and to this year and everyone felt a lot more safe. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did not. So the, our first planning time around pre-COVID, we did. And then our second time around, I kind of was more into the in the community. And I actually reached out to Autumn and had her be our, our travel agent. And everyone just kind of went through her, which was great. She was super helpful. And my family had a lot of like ancient Disney tickets that hadn't, you know, had no expiration date and really weird scenarios. And she was able to kind of guide us through all of it. So that was wonderful. That's wonderful. That's a great tip too. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day, like with your original plans versus how it ended up? So we didn't change that at all from our original plans. We kind of knew we, we were going to have a small group and we knew we wanted to be on one of the kind of lower cost days. So, you know, Monday, Tuesday, somewhere in there. And we also knew that because this was a destination for everyone, everyone was going to be taking, we knew we wanted to kind of spend four or five days with our family. So we thought, you know, everyone could fly down on a Saturday and leave Tuesday or Wednesday, that type of thing. So we chose Monday and we just love the idea of getting married in the morning. I don't, I don't know. It's again, it's kind of different. And I, of course, I didn't really think about the 3 a.m. wake up call when I first planned the <laughs> ceremony, but it turned out okay. So yeah. And Luau Point in the morning, I mean, it was just stunning. It was so beautiful. So I'm really happy with what we chose. That's fantastic. Now, how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? We loved Luau Beach. We actually have spent a lot of time, Sean and I, on our Disney trip, spent a lot of time at that beach. It's always where we kind of went to talk and just kind of hang out, and we, we loved it there. So when we decided to look at ceremony locations, we knew we were kind of a little bit non-traditional. The wedding pavilion is stunning, but it wasn't really our vibe. So we wanted something a little bit more relaxed. We went, we saw Luau Point, and the tree is just I can't get over the tree. <laughs> so, and we knew it was a little more secluded. It just felt so magical and, and, and personal. So we decided instead of Luau Beach, we would do Luau Point. And that also, the reception, actually, that kind of ties on to also why we chose a 9 a.m. ceremony, because we wanted Trader Sam's. We love Trader Sam's, again, something kind of fun and interesting. <laughs> So we decided, because you have to be done by, I think, two or three or something like that, that Trader Sam's would fit perfectly into that timeline. Got it. Okay. Now, did you use any outside vendors for any part of your event? So we did our photography and videography from outside vendors. Our photographer was Stephanie from Nova Imagery, and I actually booked her years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, because of COVID, it was one of those things where it's like, we'll meet eventually. <laughs> I'm so happy with my choice. The photos came out amazing. I love her style. And I kind of told her, I said, you know, I know that we're not necessarily super glamorous in our, because I feel like she has this like, beautiful drama shots. And I, I said, I would love to kind of take some time during the day to get some, some of those shots. So we actually went to the Riviera and spent an hour getting really kind of like fun, dramatic shots there, which I loved. 
And then we also had an outside vendor, Trinity Wedding Cinema, and they were amazing to work with. We haven't seen our video yet, but I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how did you choose your officiant? The officiant was actually my sister. And that was the kind of the plan from the beginning. She is a super <laughs> funny, sarcastic, just really kind of like bold personality. And I really wanted, again, to, to be very personal. And I just knew she would do a great job. And she did. We were all laughing and crying. And <laughs> it was very non-traditional. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you add any kind of entertainment to the reception? Did you have the effects at the bar at Trader Sam's? We did not. We really wanted to, but we just couldn't. Again, we were a a small group and I just couldn't justify the price. I think they're amazing, though. Like, we we really wanted them, (laughs) but we just, we had to cut somewhere. And unfortunately, that was it. We tried to tell everyone in our, in our wedding party, like, oh, we should go on another night and see it all, you know, all spruced up and everything, (laughs) because it's just so fun. But no, no outside entertainment. We did have the violinist who was at our ceremony. She came and played while we were getting food and everything like that. And the actual reception, we just kind of had the background tiki music playing, which was a nice ambiance. That's cool. Did you do a first dance? So we actually did our first dance at the ceremony. We did things a little bit differently. We started the ceremony with speeches from the two best men and then my man of honor. So we kind of took care of the speeches then. And then at the end of the ceremony, we went straight from our kiss into our first dance. And then we did our father-daughter and mother-son dances as well, kind of under the tree. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend? Oh, goodness, yes. (laughs) Everything was really good. So our cake was, we got the churro cake, which we actually did a cake tasting and we really liked the churro. I'm really glad we did the cake tasting because we would have chosen completely different flavors. Mm. We had completely different flavors picked out before we did the tasting. So I'm really glad we did that. And I was a little bit surprised to find out that the churro cake actually had like chunks of churro in the filling because in the little tasting that didn't really come across so when we ate the actual cake we're like whoa there's pieces of churro in here but it was so good and everyone loved it and then the uh, other cake that we did was lemon with Bavarian cream and fresh raspberries and that was amazing it was oh my goodness and the whole cake was just so fresh and so good I mean probably some of the best cake I've ever had. And that's good to know because I, I know a lot of people kind of question the cake tasting, you know, it's like how right. how fresh is this or, or something like that. But um, yeah, it turned out really well. And then food wise, we kind of just did a bunch of different snacky things. I think one of the main hits was the pimento deviled egg cones. I think that's what they were, pimento cheese deviled egg cones. I think they were amazing. We had cheeseburger spring rolls. We had Mickey waffles. We got this amazing photo of my son holding a Mickey waffle that is definitely going on our wall somewhere. (laughs) Um, And then we also did a couple, we worked with Disney to do a couple of kind of festival inspired dishes. So they were actually both inspired by dishes at the Flower and Garden Festival the previous year. And they weren't exactly the same, but the, the essence was really there, which was nice. It's kind of a brunchy Eggs Benedict style dish. And then we actually did Fruit Loop milkshakes at our dessert party. 
So that was cool. That's great. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about that dessert party? Yeah, the dessert party was wonderful. We were at the Germany Promenade A, which is, it was nice. I don't know if I would have a group larger than mine there. It was a little bit trying to like find a place to to take the photo. We had to kind of like move a table to take photos, which was Hmm. a little bit uncomfortable. (laughs) But we had a great time and, and it's a great location for the fireworks. I mean, you can see them really well. We did a poutine bar which was Mm. so good. And we did Mickey ice cream bars, which again, so fun. And then the Fruit Loop milkshakes and then just kind of tea and coffee and things like that. And then a couple of people went out into the Germany pavilion and got beers and everyone had such a good time. And the whole thing was a surprise for our guests. So we just kind of told them to show up at the front of Epcot. We specifically asked to be at the front just from logistical purposes. We had some people who didn't know where they were going. So (laughs) it was easier just to have everyone get to the front of Epcot than the International (laughs) Gateway. So we kind of, it was just really cool seeing everyone get together and then be led back by the guide, you know, with their big light up baton and walking through Epcot was amazing. You know, it was just, it's a, it was such a cool experience. I'm really, really glad that we did it. That was definitely the highlight. I mean, besides, well, yeah, I guess it was kind of the highlight of the day. It was just so fun. And then after the fireworks were over, we surprised everyone again and took them on frozen ever after for a ride and that was so much fun and it was great because our our baby could come with us so it was actually his first ride at disney ever and so it was really 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 special that's awesome can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran Sure. Yeah. I think that we were up. So we, again, because of COVID, right before the wedding, we actually moved off property because of the photo rules, the in-room photo rules. And it was just really important for me to have getting ready photos. So we moved off property to the B Resort over by Disney Springs. So everything got pushed back a half hour because of that. So we were up at three and that was me and my my man of honor and and he was actually he's a hairstylist so he did my hair and I did my makeup because I'm pretty comfortable with that so we kind of did that and got ready together my mom and my sister came and met us and then I would say photography and videography started around I think 5 30 they both arrived and they kind of split up so one person stayed with us and one person went down to Sean's room where he was with his brothers and his dad and they got ready down there. And then at, I believe around, yeah, 7.15, we got picked up by a limo. So myself and then my kind of sister and mom and Ryan, my, my man of honor, we got picked up by a limo and we drove to the Polynesian and got dropped off. We hung around for a little bit. And then we had at eight o'clock, I had a first look with my dad, which was so special. And I'm really glad that I did that. I was actually way more kind of in the, in the car over. I was like almost crying. I was so emotional and excited about doing a first look with my dad. I wasn't even nervous about getting married. I was just <laughs> nervous about seeing my father. So, and that was... That was so special. We, we had a lovely moment there at the Polynesian. And then we just kind of hung out for a little bit. There was a little bit of time built into the day, which was nice. I actually went back to my room and changed my son, who had had an accident. And 
<laughs> you know, so it was nice that there was a little bit of time to kind of play around with. In the meantime, Sean was getting picked up by the limo. It went back and picked him up around eight. And they all went to Luau Point and took family photos. And uh, so all of our wedding guests kind of showed up a little bit early and took photos with Sean and everyone over at Luau Point. And then we just kind of went over and went, well, when our guide came and got us, she brought us over and then the wedding was at 930. So that was when, when the actual ceremony was. So, yeah. And then we, I would say ceremony was about, about half an hour, maybe a little bit more than that. And then we scheduled in some time to do photos and then at 11 was our brunch. What did your guests do between the ceremony and the brunch? So we had actually set up, we really wanted that time for photos in there. So we set up lemonade and pastries at Luau Point. And after we took all of our big family photos, we kind of told them, you know, mingle, have a snack, you know, <laughs> I'm sure everyone's a little, I'm sure everyone hadn't eaten that morning, you know, things like that. So just wanted everyone to get a little pop of sugar and feel a little bit better after, after everything. And um, so they just kind of mingled and hung out at Luau Point. And then the day of coordinators kind of brought them over to Trader Sam's when, when it was ready. So we got into Trader Sam's. Uh, we actually got into Trader Sam's first. We specifically requested that, Sean and I. So we got to take photos while it was empty and get some, again, some of those kind of cool drama shots. And then we wanted to welcome everyone in. So we welcomed everyone. They all came in and we kind of welcomed them and thanked them for coming all this way and everything that they've done, everything like that. And then we had... From there, it was pretty casual. We kind of hung out. We had food. We cut the cake. At one point, Sean and I kind of slipped away with, because I really wanted to get um, shots in the splash pad area of the pools. There was actually one of your podcasts, actually, there was a bride who many years ago got married and had her reception at the Polynesian and there was photos of them in the splash pad and that was just kind of stuck in my brain. <laughs> so I really wanted to go and do that with Sean. So we kind of snuck away and did that at one point. And then um, the photographers and videographers actually wrapped up pretty early. I, I just didn't really think they needed to be around. We weren't doing dancing or anything like that. So it was just a very kind of personal chill family time after I would say noon. So from noon to one, we just kind of hung around and uh, had mimosas and ate good food and chatted. And then at one, we went back to our room and totally crashed. <laughs> we were exhausted. That was such a, and our baby was exhausted. <laughs> so that was definitely <laughs> necessary. Um, and then we met uh, Stephanie from Nova Imagery at the International Gateway at, I want to say seven. Yeah, I think seven. And we took the Skyliner over to the Riviera and we got all of our kind of really cool drama shots over there, which I, I love how they turned out. I'm so glad we did that. Um, so we were over there for about an hour and then we took an Uber, which didn't go very well, but we took an Uber from the Riviera to the front of Epcot. Um, and then we walked back. Uh, so around that time, it was 8.15. And then we walked back and, and did the 
the dessert party and um, the ride mix in after the fireworks. Got it. Okay. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? For us, the ceremony was really important, not necessarily budget-wise, because I, I, that wasn't a huge budget thing. Um, but we, we really wanted to, to focus on the ceremony and kind of join, bringing our families together and, and everything like that. As far as, so, so we put a lot of, what I'm saying is we put a lot of like effort and work into the actual ceremony and, and everything like that, our choices that reflected that. Um, as far as budget, we definitely are foodies. So we wanted really yummy food. And I kind of wish people ate more. <laughs> I feel like we didn't even I feel like we were pretty tame in how much food we had too. And I just wish people had had kind of eaten more because I was I was sad that it was all it, it got to the point where at the end of the we had the petite lobster clubs, which were so yummy. But at the end of the reception my dad and I were actually just standing there picking the lobster off of the lobster <laughs> clubs we're like you know might as well right <laughs> it's just gonna get thrown away so <laughs> um so the food was definitely important to us and then photography and videography I would say was was really important to us I really wanted Sean was actually on edge about videography until pretty far along and I just told him that it it really meant something to me. He was really worried about fe- feeling put on the spot and his family being put on the spot. You know, he really wanted it to be kind of easy breezy that, you know, that kind of feeling. And so we had a call with David and Christina and they were, they were amazing. They really kind of calmed him and day of was wonderful. I mean, it, he felt comfortable I think and it didn't affect him at all which is which is great I'm really glad that he wasn't uncomfortable on his wedding day but I and I'm so excited to get that video back because I think especially with the way our ceremony went I just and everyone that was there has said that like I can't wait to see the ceremony again because it was just so good so I'm really looking forward to that I think that's probably what we spent the most amount of money on besides the the main like Disney package Got it. Okay. Since your parents are professional wedding caterers, how did that go with the food? Did they approve of the food? Did they like it? They actually did. My dad, <laughs> my dad actually came up to me and said that the food was really great. And then he also said, he kind of patted me on the back and said, you put together a real event here. It was wonderful. And I was just like, oh, goodness. <laughs> that means a lot coming from him. <laughs> like, it was just very, it was, it was very special. So, and it was kind of a, a three day thing. We had our welcome party at Splitsville and the day before, and that was great. And, uh, and then Tuesday after the wedding, the whole family went into Magic Kingdom together. So it was a lot of coordinating, but it turned out really well. Oh, that's cool. Can you talk a little bit about the Splitsville welcome party? Cause that can be a really fun idea for a welcome party. Oh, it was so fun. Um, they, yeah, so our welcome party was at 11 on Sunday. It was actually Halloween. So uh, my son was dressed up like Buzz Lightyear, but nobody else dressed up. <laughs> I would have loved that, but no one was on board. <laughs> so, um, and we just did bowling for, for two hours. And I prepaid for, I think I got two pizza packages. And that was 
plenty of food. Again, maybe I just don't have heavy eaters in my group. I don't know, <laughs> but it mm. was plenty of food. And the pizza was so good. It was so well seasoned and, and delicious. The, there was like a meat lover's pizza and it had so much meat on it. It was crazy. <laughs> the planning process was really great. I think I worked with Jordan. I don't think she's there anymore. I saw the other day, she's not there anymore, but um, they were just in general they were amazing I mean I walked in and announced you know I said that I was there and a manager immediately came over and kind of welcomed us in and took us to our table and he would check in on us throughout our entire party so it was just that was so nice it's definitely kind of like an upbeat vibe I I had some older guests in my party who were who were like are we you know having a rock and roll concert but (laughs) everyone else loved it so it was just (laughs) We had, we had a really good time and uh, the bowling was so much fun. Interesting. Okay, great. So what aspects were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? Well, I would say, you know, we didn't get, we didn't do like the, the full bar package on Trader Sam's. You know, we felt it just probably wasn't necessary, especially because it came with all of the drinks and everything. It was just, you know, when our, our wedding was at 11 a.m. or reception was at 11 a.m. So that wasn't super important. I would say, I'm trying to think what kind of wasn't, you know, we we knew we weren't really going to be the type of people who did the carriage or, or anything like that. I don't know. It was just a very simple kind of straightforward wedding. We just wanted, again, for us, it was really just about family and and even with like floral and things like that I was very kind of hands-off I kind of showed the floral team what I liked and I said you know just kind of go for it (laughs) and they came back with a quote that was reasonable and I showed up the day of and everything was beautiful I mean it was it was just exactly what I wanted but I definitely kind of let them take the reins on it and I think if the if you can do that that's a great tip because they, they won't really disappoint you if you're, if you're not asking for like a specific thing, you know, I don't know if I, although I've heard they're great at recreating specific things too, but they were just the floral team was wonderful. That's fantastic. So you talked about how the dessert party was a pretty special memory. Did you have any other favorite memory of your wedding day? Yeah, so not to be stereotypical, but the the ceremony, again, I keep going back to the ceremony. My sister actually didn't, we didn't know what she was going to say for a good chunk of the ceremony. She surprised us. And when we were putting the rings on each other, she said something along the lines of, you know, repeat after me and then said, you know, I, Gabrielle, <laughs> or or I give you this ring and promise to Oh, goodness, I can't remember exactly what she said. But she said something about if there's a zombie apocalypse, I promise to get bitten so that <laughs> we can be zombies together or something like that. <laughs> and, and I think I came back and said, no, I think I'd probably shoot him, to be completely honest. And the, whole, <laughs> the whole place just broke out in laughter. That was really special. And the dessert party. I mean, that was just, that was so amazing. Seeing, seeing a bunch of adults light up when you take them to the frozen ride and you get to skip the line and, and, and everything. I mean, everyone was literally like bouncing around. (laughs) It was just, it was such a fun experience. (laughs) That's great. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? So I would say the 
I mean, everything went pretty smoothly. The only thing that was a little bit, it kind of took me by surprise. We got married on a beautiful day. I mean, it was not too hot. It was not too cool. The sun was shining. And I didn't realize that when you got Trader Sam's, I kind of expected the buffet to be inside of Trader Sam's, especially since we had a small group. But we actually had the whole patio outside as well. So the food was outside. And we when everyone came in and then went out to get food, they all went outside and then they all kind of like sat down <laughs> outside uh. and I was inside. So I'm just like the only person sitting in the inside of Trader Sam's. <laughs> I kind of had to nicely, you know, ask Sean to kind of go get his family and bring them back inside because I really wanted to be like in the bar and have that be our, you know, it was like a theme. So right. I just kind of wanted that vision. And I felt a little bit bridezilla y about that. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, you have to sit in here. <laughs> but it was just, I know it's beautiful outside, but we did go outside later. But it was, uh, that was, that was really the only thing that I was just kind of like, taken aback by <laughs> everything else went really smoothly disney disney was great and there wasn't really any other issues that's wonderful was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be i mean honestly not really i was kind of not easygoing because i was very specific about what i wanted but i just i think because i'm kind of from the industry, I'm really good at just kind of rolling with the punches. I, you know, even when if something small would come up, I would just kind of be like, okay, on to the next thing, you know, it's just, and I think that's kind of a good way to, to go about it, especially with Disney, because I mean, we were, I mean, as everyone right now is, they're kind of finalizing BEOs and sending in payments super late. And the same thing kind of happened with us. And it was just like, you know, it'll, it'll happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> it'll we'll we'll be there so i hope they're there and and they were and everything was amazing that's great is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now i don't really think so to be completely honest it was kind of the perfect day it really was it was amazing there were a perfect you know 5 days i i loved kind of having the small intimate wedding and it was it was everything we kind of dreamed of that's great to hear do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I think my my number one tip would probably be do your research, you know, get your book, listen to the podcast, get involved in the Facebook group, ask questions that, you know, you may think are stupid, but other people will have the answer to in the group and really know what you want prior to talking to Disney, <laughs> um, right. if you can, because they are great with taking what you want and making it a reality, but they're not necessarily like the hand-holding planner that you think of when you think you're planning a wedding. And I think that's sometimes kind of a letdown for people. And and I think they, if you kind of manage your expectations of what they're actually there for, <laughs> you might have a better experience. And because and, because we actually, I mean, we had a great experience, you know, if you are trying to get an email back from somebody, you know, combine all your thoughts in one email, send it to them, and then they can get back to you in one big swoop, you know, that type of thing, where it's just kind of, yeah, that's probably my biggest tip, because I, I know it's frustrating with the way that they plan things. <laughs> it's a little bit abnormal. Yeah, for sure. Okay, this is great advice. 
Well, Gabby, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>